Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, uh, every week when I record a podcast, I think to myself after the episode has gone live, oh, that'll probably be the last 10 minute Tuesday I'll ever do. I, I think I'm out of things to say. Uh, and then somewhere in the course of the week and what happens and the conversations I have with people and the the invitation to help people work through their stuff, I am inspired to talk about something else. So here we are again talking about memory and imagination. Now, this is a beautiful and powerful idea from Sadhguru. If you haven't jumped on the Sadhguru bandwagon yet and heard or watched or listened to any of his stuff, not really sure what you're doing with your life and you're really missing out. His stuff's great. It really is. He talks about memory and imagination and he says, look, they're two of the most extraordinary things about being a human being that in many ways separate us from the other parts of of the universe and the the animal kingdom and he says look if you suffer your disabilities that's one thing there's not a lot you can do about that often but if you suffer your abilities that's another thing altogether that so the past doesn't exist except in your memory. So you can't suffer the past, but you can certainly suffer your memory, and many people do. The future doesn't exist yet, only in our imagination. So you can't suffer the future, yet many people do. You suffer in your imagination. Seneca says we suffer more in our imagination than in reality. So the curious thing is that Two of our greatest gifts, two of our greatest attributes as human beings, our memory and our imagination, most people use those two things to torture themselves and create an incredible amount of suffering in their life. That's an extraordinary thing to think. People use their memory to go back into dark parts of their past and to re-experience them again and again and again. People use their imagination to anticipate dark things in their future and focus on those things again and again and again. Both things in their memory and their imagination cause untold suffering. But it's unnecessary, which is beautiful because it's it's suffering that can be changed. So here are a few thoughts about not suffering our abilities, not suffering our imagination and our memory. So what can be done? Uh, let's have a look at imagination first few beautiful things that are worth mentioning here some great work from other people in this space that helps us understand the power of our imagination it was Stephen Covey that said everything is created twice he says it's a universal and spiritual law that there is a first creation in the unseen world either by design or by default and then the second creation is just a physical manifestation of what has already been created so all that you see and hear and feel in your current experience of life You have actually created in the unseen world. You have imagined it first. You have seen it. You have spoken it. You have brought it into being. And now it's shown up as the second creation. Affirmations and visualizations are not voodoo. They're not dark arts. They are powerful programming tools of our imagination. 
the things that we speak to ourselves, the things that we see to ourselves, about ourselves, incredibly powerful technologies, first creation tools. Yet most people are using these technologies against themselves, even if they're boohooing them as rubbish and you know of no value they are picturing things that they don't want and they are saying things that they don't want and then wondering why their life turns out the opposite of what they wanted so here's the thing if you can see it and believe it and if you can say it and agree with it well you can have it and that goes both positive and negative results so if you see yourself having cancer and believe that that's true well you are creating that reality in your future if you Say if if the words that you speak to yourself, if your self-talk, if your instructions to yourself are about loss and lack and limit and and no value and the things that are wrong with you, and you agree that these words are true, well then that's what you're creating for your future. So that goes for the for the positive as well. Very few people are using this technology to create a powerful future that they want. The setting coordinates for a, a far land that is desirable and aligned with their destiny creating pictures in their mind for a future that is magnificent and compelling and speaking to themselves like they are the person they already want to be. So if you want to use your imagination with power, then focus on what you want rather than what you don't want and and focus on it until you believe it and focus on it until you agree with it. Then you are using your imagination to lessen suffering for yourself and others rather than increasing it memory is an interesting thing because you can't suffer your past, you suffer your memory of the past. But it's all misdirection because you're focusing on on the things that are most destructive and you have the least control over that creates shame and embarrassment and victimhood. You go back and remember the things that you are... Um, you, you don't like and you think that you need to protect it. If people knew what you'd done, then they would think differently about you. You go back and remember the past mistakes and failures and disappointments as though those things reveal something very powerful about your identity and then you feel that you need to cover those things. Or you go back and remember the things that were done to you, against you, the the ways that people hurted you, the ways that people limited you, the way that people stole from you and, and that's what you focus on. But all of that is misdirection. All of that is of no value and keeps you locked in a cycle of suffering that is endless. It's all misdirection too because that is not where the action took place. Your life is not the sum total of your experiences or your mistakes or your disappointments or your failures. The things that happen to you are not what create your life. It's the meaning you place on the things that happen to you. That you know That is a... A fundamental principle of the human psyche and the human experience. We are sense makers and storytellers. We get to decide what things mean. Nothing has a meaning except the meaning we give it. So if you want to use your memory with power, then go back and examine the data around meaning. That's the only thing to remember. And when you go and examine it, you will see faulty uh, narratives. You will see younger a younger version of you a less equipped version of you a less mature version of you a less resourced version of you grappling with meaning and and creating narratives that are short-sighted that couldn't possibly be accurate or objective so use your memory to go back and review reconcile and rewrite the past i love it when a person tells me that you can't change the past it is what it is that's such a short-sighted way of understanding how the past works 
because the past is no longer there. It only exists in your memory. But the way that it's stored in your memory is faulty. It's often stored in unchangeable things that happened. But if you understand the fact that the real power of the past is not what what happened but what you made it mean, then of course you can change you can change the past because you can change what you made it mean. You can go back and pick a different narrative. You can go back and examine the data and find the gaps in your thinking and in your reasoning back then and update it and tell better stories. It's extraordinary the power you have with your imagination, your memory, rather than using it to, to increase suffering for yourself and others, use it to decrease suffering and increase joy. A powerful idea, a simple idea, and one that I'm sure will add a lot of value to your life this week. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.